0: Hi guys and welcome back to another episode of the Actors Survival Handbook. Uh, Today we have a little bit of a different episode. So um, the original plan was for us to release the second part of our three-part trilogy, which was the good, the bad and the ugly of drama school. But uh, there's been a lot that's been going on this week in regards to um, theatre and film and TV and COVID. And so we've decided to postpone that. And we wanted to talk about um, what's been going on and everything that's happening in the industry, the way things are now finally opening up again and, and what's happening to people and all the redundancy stuff and how to keep active as well. One of the biggest things we wanted to talk about was how to keep active whilst you're at home, not being able to go into rehearsal room or go up for all these auditions. How do you keep yourself in the industry but because of scheduling and because of um, our busy busy timetables because now we all have uh, actual jobs which we've had to get because of COVID-19 we weren't able to record the episode this week so what I'm doing is I'm just gonna I'm just gonna ramble for a bit you know I think one of the trends we've established on this podcast is that we like to ramble and I'm probably the biggest culprit for it so I'm just gonna sit here and and just talk about a few of my um, my thoughts and and what I think um, what I think about what's going on at the moment. So I think the first thing that we can talk about is um, what happened. First of all, I think well, you know, I'll get onto all of this and in the episode next week, but. For us, it was crazy. For us, we were um, three drama students in our final semester of drama school when we get the big news that uh, it's not happening anymore. The far, the last semester is going online. It's going onto Zoom, which was uh, terrifying, absolutely terrifying. And next week, I'll we'll get into that and we'll get into D Day, as it were. Because I remember it very vividly. Um, but from then onwards everything shut down, the the theatres shut down, um, filming shut down on major, major films and so many films have been postponed now until 2021 because of it. Um, TV shows shut down, I remember my mum telling me about how EastEnders and uh, Coronation Street had closed their doors for filming, which had like never been done in the, God knows how long EastEnders has been running for, like 50 years or something, Um, it'd never been done before. So this was like monumental for the industry, and then we um, we had theatre shut down, and that was uh, unprecedented because it was every theatre, it was every show, it was the Fringe Festival, it was West End productions, you know, musicals, and then it was smaller theatres as well. And I think at that moment there was something very demoralising there was something very uh, heartbreaking about seeing this industry, especially an industry that we were so eager to get into and so eager to get involved with, just sort of come to a standstill. And so at that point, I remember, you know, just this sense of this fear. And I'm sure the girls would agree with me. Um, But it was was a, a sense of fear that... What, 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 what's next? What happens next? And so, after everything had been closed down, um, and we'd spent three months waiting for things to happen, and I I was isolating with um, Bobby, and we got up to some um, strange, strange things. We'll get onto it in the next episode, but we got up to uh, filmmaking, and we got up to... uh, Lots of weird self tapes and things, but during that time, it sort of it made me reflect on the fact that yes, it's you know it's all fine and well being able to do these filmmaking and 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 do these Zoom calls and have these special guests in and and all that stuff, but it's 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 quite it's quite hard it's quite hard to stay motivated. That's something that I really want to focus on next week is. How do you stay motivated? How do you stay in the industry? How do you keep yourself going when it looks like everything that you've worked for has sort of fallen apart? And I can't imagine what, um, you know, fellow drama students in second and first year must be thinking as well, because they have that year off and then they're going to have to come back and go into a socially distanced COVID-19 secure drama class and as anyone who's ever been in a drama class knows socially distancing is not a thing that happened. you know being close to people and being intimate with people and and rolling all over each other during a movement class is the norm it well it was the norm and it has to change and so i think one of the biggest things that a lot of us missed out on was that mental health aspect and how we not only have lost things, we're not only have we lost things, but we're losing things in the future. The rehearsal processes aren't ever really going to be the same. And I think you have to you have to be okay to be sad with it. You have to sit there and realize. For me, this is this is just me talking, but you have to sit there and and go, yeah things aren't going to be the same, and that's okay, and it's okay to be sad about it, because I am, of course I am, I think we all are, you know, we've talked about this many times and we'll talk about it when we have our episode on um, our shows, our big shows, but the rehearsal process for When the Balloon Burst, which was the show we did with Pappy Show, was... Um, easily the best rehearsal process I've ever had, and and, and it was groundbreaking, and it was uh, for for all of us because we got to be there in the room with each other, playing games with each other, having no sense of insecurity or or not having to worry about having to put these walls up. And you can't, you won't be able to do that, um, because of COVID so i feel like we need to focus more on the mental health of actors and creatives and 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 theater makers and and film stars and all these people because acting is a very emotional job and being open to people. And going on stage and bearing your heart and soul to everyone every night. It's, it's difficult. And then when that changes. And when the norm changes it's difficult as well. And I'll always say this. But just check in on your friends. Check in on your acting friends. And check in on your university friends. Because my God has the world hit us. Like a, a ton of bricks. Um. Yeah. Doom and gloom. But not for long because um yeah as of the time as of the time of recording um theatres are able to open up again 15th of august which is tomorrow theatres allowed to open up and put performances with socially distanced audiences and i think that that's going to be very interesting and it's not it's 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 going to be difficult for actors you know i can't imagine how difficult it's going to be for for an actor to walk out on stage and there's maybe 30% of what the of the audience that he's expecting it's going to be very mentally straining but it's good news you know it's good news we we're, we're being able to um open up a theaters again we're being able to um, have people in and watch things and we're being able to make theatre again and then we see that a lot of films have been been, been you know, starting um, re- uh, not rehearsals but starting filming again and TV shows are starting filming again and Spotlight which has been dry <laughs> to say the least, Spotlight has been dry for the past you know three months, it's starting to pick up again and I think that gives people hope. It gives me hope because it means that, you know, when this is all over, well, if it's, it ever is all over, but when this has, we've gotten it down to a level that we can handle, it means that the is still gonna be there. Um, Equity have just brought out a four pillar plan. I will, I will just get it up on my phone. Um, very prepared as always. Um, So equity have brought up a four pillar plan because the original um monetary plan that i believe oliver dowden whatever his name is that guy um that we don't like in the theater industry um you know uh he the original plan was to give us like you know a fair chunk of money and now it's like 1.57 billion pounds in like an injection into the theater industry which is all fine and well but Who does that go to? Does that go to um, the West End? Does that go to Andrew Lloyd Webber's pocket? Like, uh, don't get me wrong, I believe Andrew Lloyd Webber is an an incredible man who has um, done a lot for the theatre industry, but does he need the cash cash injection or does, I don't know, the Donmar Warehouse or the Orange Tree in Richmond, you know, do, do they need the cash injections? Because they are what's bringing these new things out out and and, and and on the stage. I mean, I've just reading the um, yeah, other week that um, uh, Little Baby Jesus, which was on at the Orange Tree, um, has two actors um, up for nomination for best actor in the stage magazine. Um, that's uh, that's a lot. Out of all the people that nominated, that's that's two roles from one show. In a theatre that i didn't even know about until i joined drama st mary's and it's because we're affiliated with them and i've seen some incredible plays there absolutely incredible and um and again the mikva project which was also there the director who went to drama st mary's has gone up for um, best director in the stage this is a theater that is quite small um, it, it has its own degree course on the side and it builds up these directors and you know, fingers crossed I want to go to on their directing course in the future but these are the types of theatres that need the support because they are the they are the future of the industry they are the future of um, where we're going you know we are we, we need to support these little places because at the end of the day they are the ones that will be supporting the industry as a whole and this is why i really like the four pillar plan the equity have put forward they've got one workforce protection financial help for all creative workers i think that's so important because all creative workers aren't covered sometimes you know actors get their payouts and whatever but what about uh, you know the techies we love the techies, you know. You learn at drama school that they, they will be your best friend. If you, you know, rip your trousers 10 minutes before you go about to go on stage, they can fix it for you. Um, or if, you know, you need sound or lighting or you need just someone to chat to backstage quietly, of course. But they're the people there. And they, what would a show be without the tech crew? And it's just, it's a real shame because um, recently they had a. Um, thing that what was it called? I've written it down in my notes. The London Red Alert campaign. The theatre crews have gone on red alert because a lot of, you know, tech people aren't getting the support that they need. This is just as much of an industry for them as it is for us. We're you know the creative industry isn't just the actors, it's the directors and the script writers and the filmmakers and the, the tech crew and, you know, everyone it's it's our industry all of us we need to support that the second one is safer opening um and again i think that uh, we need to we need to protect what we have you know it's it's great to say and you know like i said earlier it's great to say yes open up again with all this social distancing stuff it's great to say yes we'll open up and um, get people back in the theatres but there's no point doing it if you're going to have to shut in a month's time because everyone's got covid we're going to it's going to be the smartest decision to make sure that we open up for the long run and that you could say that in regards to every everywhere it's a no brainer and it, and th- that links on to the third point which is protecting infrastructure beyond the mainstream arts and i think that's important as well by the way I'm just reading these and putting my own interpretation on them. Uh, I don't know if this is exactly what they mean, but if you read beyond the m- mainstream arts, you've got to look at like, yeah, theatre, TV, and film. They are huge, but like, look at the Fringe Festival. Edinburgh Fringe Festival, which was shut this year, and it's heartbreaking because I managed to get to the Fringe last year, and it was incredible. And uh, it's insane how many shows have come from the Fringe and made it big. I believe. Uh, the play that goes wrong started off at the fringe there's a small student show and now look it's got a permanent p- fixture on the west end um, we need to support these these things it's, again it's like supporting these small theatres because if we don't support the small we can't expect the big to last the last point on here just I think it really hammers home everything is equality No one left behind yeah I like that I think it's nice to be supportive one thing you learn at drama school the most important thing you learn is to trust your fellow actors and support them be there for them say yes you know don't 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 be a hamlet don't have your hamlet moment and um, forget everyone you know the ensemble is just as important and that's the same in everything we need to make sure that everyone is supported through this no matter what and that's why i say my key point my 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 most important point which i will drive back is look after each other and look after your mental health and look after each other's mental health because we are very um, I think actors and and theatre makers and creatives and you know all, all these people we we wear our heart on our sleeve. We're passionate about what we're, we're passionate about. What we're proud about, and um, I think we are, you know, we're soft and kind-hearted. And you can ask any actor that they'll they act all big and buff. I'm sure Tom Hardy says he's a, a big strong man, but deep down he he is uh, a teddy bear. <laughs> we all are, because we are in the best industry in the world let's be honest we are in the greatest creative industry in the world we are in the greatest industry in the world because we get to do what we love every day which is go out on stage or go out backstage or or, or get behind a camera get in front of a camera and we get to make things and create things and, and do things and, and make people feel things and change the world and you know make cool looking visuals and just have fun We get to have fun every day on our jobs and it's really important that we preserve that I just wanted to do a quick segment about the a-level results Um, the a-level results came in yesterday and uh, there's no other way of putting it it was um, horrible to watch because the incompetency of the government um, it has, it has, it has no bound, really. It, it has no end. Um, for some of you that don't know the the way the A levels work this year, um, from, what, from what I can remember, my brother um, was doing his AS levels this year. Is you have a predicted grade. They use your predicted grade, the grade that your teacher thinks you should get, and the government and the exams board work out what you should get you can appeal this and you can go up and do resits and everything but you know usually the predicted grades and the grades that the teachers give you they're pretty on par and the government should go right okay we're gonna give you this grade but what happened is 40 percent of all grades have been downgraded in the whole country 40 percent um which is absurd because and in that logic you're looking at what the teachers think the student gets so the teachers who know the students the teachers who've had the the students um, you know and been t- teaching them for minimum two years maximum their entire secondary school life plus sixth form life and you're taking the predicted grades which are measured on the grades that they get during their GCSEs and things like that and you're discrediting that it's a flawed system and unfortunately it benefits people from more privileged backgrounds Um, I'll I'll try not to get too political on this because it's just me so I can't rein myself back but what it meant was that a lot of uh, A-level students didn't get into the universities that they wanted and um, I was lucky when I got to Drama St Mary's I was given an unconditional offer and I think a lot of us were because we are lucky as as acting students when you go to drama school your grades don't matter as much as other students because it's not about your it's not about being able to write things down it's being it's it's being able to do it it's being able to get up and act if you can act you can act you can learn how to act though as well that's the important thing but i will know for a fact that there will be people that won't be getting into drama school Maybe because of their grades, because some places um I know bigger drama schools are all about their auditions, but some places maybe ones that are in drama schools uh, like sorry the ones that are in universities um like drama St Marys is in St Mary's University, and you have to hit the grade barrier to get into the university, even though the drama schools already accepted you it's it's crazy and people who are doing courses at universities drama courses or acting courses at universities might not get in and to them i um i can only really i can only really say how sorry i am that you know this sort of generation all of us you know my my generation and the years below and the years above we've all been guinea pigs to the education system but this is not the end never is the end it's ridiculous to say it's the end at the end of the day these are numbers on a piece of paper for a test that you did not even do ridiculous fight hard we've got uh a lecturer well he i think he's the, the head of humanities um, mark griffin wonderful man at, Dr- at drama st mary's or at st mary's university he um has been tweeting about how hard you should push if you have that course that you want to get to or that university place that you want to get to push 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 as hard as you've ever pushed before because at the end of the day if you're passionate you've you're gonna go so far especially in this industry look at the people who push 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 look at how many people go to auditions and, and never get the job and then they keep going and keep going and they don't give up it's the same as the audit it's the same as the auditions getting into the drama school it's going to be very difficult the next few months for all of us in regards to results in regards to careers in regards to rehearsals and and where the industry is going it's going to be a very difficult few months but the one thing that i've learned being a drama st mary's we had our graduation online zoom graduation ceremony and it was just like our drama st mary's lot. and the one thing that really really reminded me of is how much of a family you build in this industry you know i'm part of that drama st mary's family and you we, you build this family because they're everyone's there to support you and everyone's there to look after you and when you have to pretend to be someone's wife or brother or son or grandparent or boyfriend or girlfriend when you have to pretend to be that or some kind of mystical creature with some kind of strange relationship or the same person or someone's conscious or someone's shadow when you have to pretend to be these types of people you get um, that sense of wholeness from each other you get that sense of community, and um I think you will never find a better community than the creative one, the theater boys and the you know, the filmmakers and the actors and the techies. You're never going to find a better group of people, so the best bit of advice I could say is don't worry about the next few months because. It, things won't happen the way you want it to happen. Things aren't happening the way I want it to happen. <laughs> if if all was going well, you know, I'd be applying for jobs and making films and all this and the other, but you, it's not going to happen that way. But if you can't change it, don't worry about it. Because things are getting back on the mend. Things are opening up again. Things are becoming easier. And sooner or later, the big breaks will happen for all of us. We always talk having the big break and whatever now more than anything the big break of the industry is again on its way and then with that we all get the bounty of it so I think I'm gonna leave it there that was a bit more of a rambly one um, a bit more of a personal one uh, I don't know what it's gonna sound like I don't know if it's gonna be any good or if people are actually gonna listen to it but um, I'll give a little sort of insight into the next few weeks of episodes so next week we're going to talk about covid and we're going to talk about what happened to us and what we did during covid we're going to finish our two parts a three-part series with the bad which is going to be maybe a two-parter um it's not going to be a negative thing it's going to be something it's going to be an episode where we talk about our reflections of drama school and what we wish we knew and what we wish could have changed I'm going to talk about the ugly which I'm excited for because we're just going to ramble about all the bad not bad all the embarrassing stuff that happened because um, Bobby Grace um, has a lot of embarrassing stories most of them involve falling down on stage but we'll get to that then I think we're going to talk about um, doing doing work for yourself making your own work making your own things like that and then I want to get some guests on I've already got a few people in mind, I've got the uh, brilliant Elliot Lawton in mind to talk about his comedy work, and uh, I've got one of my other friends who is a writer, who I'm going to be inviting onto the podcast as well, but this is also an open call to whoever makes it to the end of the podcast, if you are interested in coming on and talking about what you do in the industry, Um, we'd love to have you on, we'd love to talk to you, so yeah thanks so much for listening guys and uh, take care look after yourselves be good